Welcome back to the AM Take Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Marv, and we're two parts of this very awesome podcast. We've been gone for quite some time now, and we're happy to dive back into this podcast. That's right. This week, we'll be discussing about our absence, unfortunately, and what's to come in 2023. Right. Oh, my goodness. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and jump right into why we were absent. Yes. Amy, do you want to start us off? First of all, apologies. Considering. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> apologies. So this episode, <clears throat> we were supposed to uh, record this episode in January. But that didn't end up happening because I fell sick. And it was... It was just this nasty, um, it wasn't even a flu. It wasn't even COVID. It was a cold, but it was so nasty. Uh, I lost my voice. I lost my voice for like a month and a half. And so I couldn't record during that time. And then you also caught something. You caught the flu. Yeah, I caught the flu. And um that had me knocked out for about a week and a half. But obviously I recovered. But the biggest thing was you didn't have a voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so bad. I literally could not. There was no sound coming out. And it was quite scary because I thought that at some point I thought maybe it might be permanent because it was taking a while to come back. I mean, the doctor reassured me, said that eventually it'll come back usually it'll come back and so on top of that whenever i get colds or i get sick because i have asthma then my coughing takes a very long time to stop after i caught the cold then i caught covid <laughs> <laughs> so it was like back to back ah fun times and, uh, so are you are you fully recovered yet, or are you still uh, dealing with the aftermath of that? I'm not infectious anymore, uh -huh. but I'm still dealing with asthma. What about uh, your voice? Is it okay? I mean, I think it sounds fine. I don't know what everyone else thinks and what you think. I personally find that I sound a little bit more raspy than usual. I also know that I have a lot of phlegm oh, going wow. on. So um, maybe, I don't know. You think I sound like usual i think you sound fine but i talk to you like every other day so that's true. it doesn't really change for me either or if it does change and it probably normalizes after a few times we talk probably i guess the listeners would know yeah yeah so let us know if amy sounds any different i think she sounds the same <laughs> but you know we'll wait on your judgment from that yeah um so yeah in the course of a few months from now um we both had our birthday just last week, I believe. True, and true. On the same day. Yeah. Birthday the twins. 16th. 16th of March. <laughs> uh, Amy, how old are you now? I'm 33. How old are you? 37, unfortunately. Getting up there. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Did you do anything fun for your birthday? Um, I just, you know, had uh, I, I had a birthday dinner with my mom. Mm -hmm. And then I had like a different on the actual day i had hot pot with my sister and her boyfriend oh nice. so that's fun yeah and then the day after i had my best friend come over and stay over so we were just having fun chilling oh what about nice. you i didn't do nothing i well, actually didn't you worked say on... that 
What? Yeah, but didn't you say you were out of town though? No, I was I was thinking of going out of town, but I decided last minute not to basically. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking of traveling for my birthday to roughly the day this past Tuesday, but I decided against that and um I'll talk more about it in a little bit, but okay. I decided to go in May actually. Okay. And so where for my birthday I just worked. Uh actually Portland is where I'm deciding to go. I'll be gone for a week to okay. check out uh there's a town called Astoria that's by the coast. Okay. And so that'll be, that's where I'll be staying. It's about an hour and a half, two hours from uh, west from where I'll be landing in Portland. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just to be able to get out there and stay among nature, uh, the coastline mountains, as well as the redwood okay, so, forest so up there. So what well. you'd be doing, a lot of hiking, uh, walks? Or yeah, looking to do hiking, okay. just uh, checking out the local scene, I guess, see how it is out there. And... Just to uh, take a step back and mm. slow down. What's the local take specialty? scenery as well. You know? I would assume it's seafood or oh, it? marijuana because it's... <laughs> it's uh, seafood it's or marijuana. Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Why not, right? You're right. When in Rome, might as well right. do what the Romans you're, do. So. You're going to go hiking all high and then grilling a fish I mean, on the side. <laughs> that's the dream. I mean, they have the mountains. They have the ocean. They have... The forest. I mean, Beautiful. I wouldn't mind taking it. In. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm planning on mm-hmm. to it as well too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as you as you know, I was in the process of moving. Yeah. Um, from Austin to Dallas, and I finally made that move. Uh, roughly mid, no, roughly the beginning and the end of January, beginning of uh, February, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been. The move was kind of hectic, basically. There's lots of back and forth, basically. I decided to go that route where I make small moves here and there, back and forth, right. as opposed to one giant move. And that was good. I was glad I was able to do that because I was I was able to do it with minimal downtime mm-hmm. in terms of taking off of work. So I know that I wanted to conserve my vacation time mm-hmm. uh, for these trips coming up. And so that's why I decided to go that route. That's that's rough. It was a lot of, yeah, it was a lot of driving, man. Yeah, a lot that, of driving. that's rough. But if you could redo that move, would you have rented a truck? If I could redo the move, I would have just stayed in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, like, no. that was a crazy move. Oh. Because, well, Dallas is strange because the, the total, I mean, made it a lot quicker. You know, they saved probably about 30 minutes. Okay. But the total is so expensive. It's like $9 total. And in Austin, it was like maybe two, $2, $1 at the most, you know? Wait, what are you talking about? But then about? again, there the was total. it. No, toll roads. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh. The tolls. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Dallas right. has a lot of tolls. I forgot you and... guys had that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys don't have that no, in Canada, no. right? Well, oh yeah, I mean you you experienced it in New York City when you guys I, went. We did, and then we got the we we got a letter from the states. Bill? Yeah, mailed to us. How much was it? Uh I think it was around twenty or thirty, something like that. Oh God, okay, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, mine was like forty five. Jesus Christ! But you went back and forth yeah, a get, lot though. Yeah, 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 exactly. Basically, it was like nine dollars every time. So I mean, it's like whatever. I, it's okay. It's going to the state, so hopefully it funds something, you know. Yeah. Well, your roads but are yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it was uh, so There's that. The roads. Yeah. No, they're okay. No, they're, they're okay. beautiful compared to here. What are you talking about? Well, it, it depends on the state. You have to remember that. Oh, so many potholes yeah, here. Yeah, in Montreal. Yeah, I heard it's crazy. 
you've experienced it before. It took you. Yeah, it's a, nuts. Yeah. When you talk about construction everywhere, oh my god, you weren't kidding about it. No, no, I wasn't. I was like, how can Montreal have more construction than other places? It seems um, so small, but you know, it has a lot to do with um, money laundering from politicians. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Don't make accusations. Accusations. <laughs> oh on, no, wait, on, no, it's proven. Yeah. It's proven. You know, affiliation oh my with gosh, certain. That's crazy. Uh, I'm not going to dive into it because A, I don't know it that well and B, I don't want to dive into it. it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, be careful. So, um, did they give you different kinds of medicine for like the flu and then for asthma and then for COVID or did you just basically uh, try to rest and use like over-the-counter stuff? Right. So, Benilin and Robitussin has been my okay. friend. Okay. Like, so uh-huh. cough syrups, essentially. They taste yeah, yeah. horrible, but they work. They have, Yeah. So they have What flavor was it? It was cherry, I think. Ah, uh, I like the grape Robitussin. We don't it's have... Like, I don't think we have grape. It's so delicious. Anyway, go on. It? Oh, I remember it being delicious as a kid. Yeah. Um. So it did help a lot with the cough suppression. Oh, okay. And... What the the doctor prescribed me was essentially asthma medication because mine I a I ran out and then it also expired, so oh. I got three months worth of asthma medication. So the um the orange and the blue inhalers. Oh okay. Yeah. So one is um called Flovent and the the other one is called uh ventilin did you get laryngitis from like irritation like so your throat or i think yeah i think it's the fact that i was coughing so much Mm. and so so strongly so hard and i i think it damaged my vocal cords oh god yeah and and yeah i'm not kidding when i say i've i was coughing the entire day my abs were hurting man what it felt like yeah, you know when you cough so much, you don't stop uh-huh. and because it uses your abdominal muscles. Yeah. And, and then, like, your abs are so, so sore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's a good workout. Not too bad. Yeah, but but it's not pleasant either because, you know, when you're you're coughing so much, you're dry heaving, and then, you know, it comes out. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, graphic, very graphic. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's mainly just asthma medication. It's it's a virus, right? They're um, respiratory viruses, so there's no antibiotics or anything to take. You just got to let your body do its thing, right? Yeah. Your immune system, which mine is not that great. And what about you? What did you take for your flu? I just knocked out and took like over the counter stuff, aspirin, uh, uh, Tylenol, mm-hmm. things like that. It wasn't. Uh, it the only problem, the biggest problem was fatigue. Right. right. I was just so tired, and it's kind of nasty because you you should take a shower, but you're so tired and it's yeah. so hard to get out of bed. Yeah. And but the good thing is that when you do get enough strength and do take a shower it feels so good yeah for like 10 minutes and then you start freezing again oh. and feeling tired 
Yeah. But right after you get out of it, and it's just so refreshing. Right. Then you quickly fall into it, but that didn't last too long. Maybe a week, a week and a half. That so, was, and I was back up and running. So what did you have? Like five days of high fever and whatnot. Um, maybe two days of high fever. Okay. And I think I only took off like two days, and then for the rest of the the time, I I was working as well too because I work from home, mm-hmm. and so I basically just fought through the sickness. And then roughly, I I remember this very distinctly. Roughly at five or six o'clock after I was done for the day, I just crashed, mm. and I didn't wake up until like four or five in the morning to obviously wake up and work again. Yeah, so, uh, that was well, that was kind of annoying. It's a good thing that you know you're working from home so that you don't spread the 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 flu to um, to your colleagues and whatnot. Yeah, how did um how did Joe handle everything? <laughs> uh, so I got. Both the cold and the flu, uh, no, not the flu. I got both the cold and COVID from Joe, and <laughs> and COVID was because he was helping a colleague of his at mm-hmm. work. Oh, and he got it from them. Yeah, so the guy was apparently sneezing, coughing, and you know, sick. Oh, obviously, contagious, infectious. He had like. So many balls of Kleenexes on his table. Oh man, that sucks. And he wasn't masked. Oh what? Yeah, he was so sick, but he didn't put on a mask. Oh, so Joe was, you know, Exposed standing time. next to him. Yeah. Oh man. Um. That sucks. So that's how he caught it. As for the cold, I believe it's the same thing. I believe is. Um. I believe it was from work as well. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and how he handled it, he has a pretty good immune system, I would oh, say. So he, you know, one or two he days just out. fever, and then uh, yeah, one or two days fever, and then occasional cough. Although we have the same virus, I usually end up, you know, two weeks at least being sick. Milder symptoms, but longer. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, his is more intense, but shorter. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's why we were absent. Uh, apologies for that. <laughs> I feel bad. But uh, hey, we're back. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we can uh, keep this a little bit more regular. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be going to be pretty hectic the next few weeks or so it because is. somebody is going somewhere pretty far away. Yes. And that's not me. Yes. It is me. Amy, you want to tell you want to tell yes, everyone where you're going? Yes, I and- am so excited. I am so excited. I'm going to Japan in april oh so um i think april 7 yes Mm -hmm. so we're going for two weeks and kind of kind of sad a bit because the cherry blossoms are blooming right now so oh my god yeah well you guys don't know but she's been saying she was at first when she told me she was going she was like i don't know if we're gonna miss if we're gonna be on time with the cherry blossoms and then (laughs) when she finally got the time she's like oh it's not gonna happen it's gonna be all done i'm like just go anyway jeez (laughs) you might catch them so i mean they'll be bloomed already but you know maybe but there's other stuff to check out to see. Yeah, just um, other stuff, not the cherry blossom. I boxing. can't wait. I, I, I mean, the culture, the food, the people, the everything. And this is your first time going, right? This is the first time going to Asia. I've oh, never really? stepped foot in Asia. Yeah, I've never oh. have. Oh wow! Yeah. 
interesting. Uh, but but Japan has been a dream destination, I would say, for vacation for me. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Ever since I was little. So finally going there and checking it out. Uh I've been brushing up on my Japanese. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell us about that story with you and your friend and you meeting the random Japanese people? Which one? <laughs> Where you were doing the dance or the song. Oh, no. You're going to do me like that? No. This was confidential. No. Come on. Oh, it's perfect no. timing. Come oh, my on. God. I'm going to share my most embarrassing story with everybody online. <laughs> I think it's perfect timing. Fine. Considering you're brushing up on your Japanese as well, too. You know? Oh, my God. Okay. So, um, this happened when I was about 15 years old. Uh-huh. And at the time in Montreal, <laughs> there were... <laughs> you're laughing already. <laughs> um, at the time in Montreal, there were not a lot of Japanese people. It was very rare. I would say there's more Japanese people now than before mm-hmm. so me and my bestie we uh were very into j dramas and there was this um this drama called uh what was it nobuta will produce yeah nobuta will produce yes and those two singers yamapi and oh, i forgot the other one Anyways, Shujito Akira. And they had this song called Seishun Amigo. And it was um, a hit song at the time. Oh, yeah. And so sure <laughs> and so, me and, and my bestie, we went to the uh, bus terminal. And then, you know, you just we just heard some Japanese, two women <laughs> speaking Japanese. And it was the first time we ever saw... Japanese people you know we were in awe we were so excited we we're like oh my god we can speak Japanese with them and so we approached him and we spoke in Japanese with them <laughs> <laughs> and and we were saying stupid shit too we were like oh <laughs> which means oh it's it's a nice weather outside huh <laughs> so stupid and then i of course these two you know these two young japanese women were they were older than us they were young adults um they were very uncomfortable and <laughs> <laughs> and uh awkward and but they were being nice and they were smiling and they were re- responding with yes you know it's a it's a good weather and then we asked them in japanese oh do you know this song session amigo and they were like yeah we know oh you know and then we were so excited that they knew so then we started singing it and freaking dancing the the song because it has a dance and I I can't believe we did that. Yeah, did it in public. <laughs> we did it in public. <laughs> oh my god, it was so embarrassing. How did they react? Uh, Do you mind letting us know? They were it was awkward. It was I mean how 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 would you react if you were them? 
I would have laughed. Did they laugh or they just like kind of, kind of? But at at the same time, they were more uncomfortable than than <laughs> than anything else. So, how long did the song go? Or did you guys dance for? No, it was just a just a chorus. <laughs> oh, so a good like ten seconds or so then. Something like that. <laughs> oh my god, that's way too long! Holy smokes! No, more like five seconds. Just the first oh, part of the goodness. course. I would have stopped at half a second looking at their faces. <laughs> um. So, come to think about it, that probably could be classified as microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm so yes. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. It's a racist, <laughs> racist thing. It wasn't intentional, but it was. Wow. Um, so, what are you looking forward to most in Japan? The food. I know you guys are going to different places there, right? Yeah, but the food. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> the the fresh seafood. I'm well, looking forward Montreal to that. Montreal is pretty uh, diverse with sea with, with food in general too, right? Japanese it food. It is, as, and as well too, yeah, and there are a lot of Japanese restaurants here. Lots of ramen restaurants, mm-hmm. and they're good. But the thing is, it's not fresh from the sea. It's and. Mm. And also, it's expensive. It's really expensive. Oh, just in general? Not just like sushi or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, just in general. Uh, I mean, a bowl of ramen, it's close to $17, $18, almost 20 Huh? Yeah. Oh, wait. But this is Canadian, though, right? Canadian dollars, mm. yeah. Oh, but well, that's like, still pretty expensive, though. I'd say yeah, but you go, to, you go to Japan and it's like, what, not even 10 US dollars? That's still kind of pricey, in my, my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, you have some for like 500 yen or 800 yen. Oh, yeah, true. You're right about that. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. What what So is uh, seafood what you're looking for the most? Too? <laughs> or sushi, seafood? The sushi, the the seafood, the ramen, the um, lots of different... Oh, the street foods. The takoyaki. Mm, yeah, definitely, for sure. Yakisoba. Um, I'm looking forward to the konbini food as well. Oh my god, yes, it's so good. It's completely different from how it is in the mm-hmm. States. Like it actually tastes good and it's actually fresh. And you have three competing brands. You have seven eleven, uh Lawson and Family Mart. Yes. So, yes. A lot of them are twenty four hours, so uh you'll get all kinds of food. Yeah. Especially like snacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And finger foods anyway. So that's good. Yep. So oh I I'm looking forward to the Ekiben as well. The um the you the know, when you, yeah, when you take the bullet train, you can buy yourself oh. a meal at the station. Really? Yeah. Really? Is it that good though? Apparently, I would, I would. I would compare it to like what airplane food, international airplane food. I guess. You no, I mean apparently it's really good. Well, it's um, most of the YouTube videos I've been watching say it's oh, good, no. but some YouTubers say it's a hit and miss. So. Oh okay. Are you uh you guys um taking the bullet train most places? Oh yeah, we're going to um Tokyo, then Kanazawa, Kyoto, probably stop by Nara, and then Osaka, Yokohama. Mm-hmm. Yo- Yokohama. Okay, so you guys are staying relatively close in the general mainland, I guess, aspect of things. Right, right. Not Hokkaido or anything like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, Hokkaido's too far. Uh, but we're going to so many different places in just two weeks. So um, yeah, it's crazy. We're gonna Are you be guys spending like a day each or. Uh, Tokyo, I think, is like around three four days. I see. It's like each location is about three days, 
I suppose. Oh, that's, that should be more than enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it depends. Tokyo and Kyoto is going to be hard to fit everything into three days, I guess. Yeah. Because there's so much to do there, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Are you guys flying、um, direct there or is it going to be connecting? It's a direct flight. And I heard、oh, okay. it was like 11, 12 hours. Oh, nice. Yeah. Should be fun. Yeah, yeah. But、uh, that's that. So, Japan for me and、uh, Portland for you. Yeah.、Um, well, I'll be going to May, I think. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. So, Portland is going to be a week and a half.、Uh, half of that is going to be vacation. Half of that is going to be working out there as well, too, just to see how it is.、Um, oh, so you're bringing you, wanted... you know, your laptop with you to work. Yeah. I'm bringing、that. my work laptop as well, too, and just to get a feel for how it is out there. Okay. I've always wanted to. To end up there as well, too.、Uh, it seems like such a nice place to just live, I guess.、Okay. Not particularly like have a family or anything like that, but just live and、um, be a part of, I guess, the surrounding nature,、yeah. things like that. Okay.、Uh, it's kind of magical just looking at pictures that people put online as well.、Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you think about it, you're next to the coast, mountains right behind you. And then、mm-hmm. um, you miss the, the greenery, have... basically. You miss the nature. Oh, yeah, definitely. I miss the greenery. I miss giant trees. I miss my, I miss having elevation of some kind.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas is dry Texas and flat. Is Texas. Yeah, it's dry, flat,、um, very kind of hilly, but not to the not to the scale of like mountains or anything like that.、Mm-hmm. Growing up on the East Coast, you know, in the、uh, Appalachian Mountains,、uh, being right there as well too, and then being close to the beach, three hours away, it was nice to be able to go between the two as well. Uh, it'll be a little bit different in Portland because it's much closer、mm-hmm. and it's literally right there as opposed to being X amount of hours away as well. And it's just a different scenery, I think.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always wanted to check out the West Coast, but this will be the first time where I'll be able to actually stay out there and、right. um, you know, get a sense for how it feels to be out there among, in nature, I guess you could say. Are you going to be scouting for, like, say, potential? Apartments and whatnot. So, could this be your next destination <laughs> where you're going to move?、Uh, not going to comment on that, I guess.、Oh. <laughs> just because、uh, people might listen. And, okay. You know, rumors might start. But, I mean, you know, I do work remotely too. So, you never know. It might be an opportunity as well to go out there as well. I see.、Uh, pretty flexible, but, you know, we'll see what happens basically.、Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be a, be a definitely change, a definitely change from where I've been in the past few years as well、mm-hmm. too. Uh, maybe fitting among,、uh, I guess you could say it'll probably fit my attitude as well as personality now. Okay. Versus what it was a few years ago.、Mm-hmm. Uh, a few years ago, probably more like, oh, I want to be in the city. Don't really care if nature is there or not. You know, as long as I'm in the city,、mm-hmm. close to conveniences, cl- easy to walk, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now it's more like I just want to be able to appreciate what's in front of me as well as behind me, as well as what's around me, I guess you could say. I see.、Uh, aesthetically, as well as something that's for good for your mind. So,、um, more in the countryside then? Yeah, somewhere in the countryside, but not particularly. I don't particularly mind if it's the country or the city, as long as I can as long as it's、uh, easily accessible.、Mm-hmm. Um, Where I am now, it's, it's just suburbia. And、uh, suburbia is something I dread. You know, ho- <laughs> rows and rows of houses,、mm-hmm. cul de sacs, neighborhoods, kids, schools, school、yeah. zones, buses. Right. 
cookie cutter houses. Fucking kids walking around, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, God, it's just, it's, it's, it feels more like a concrete jungle than the inner city. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, I kind of just want to, it feels stifling. It feels uh, claustrophobic, more claustrophobic than like, say, if you were in a high rise in New York City or something like that. At least for New York City or the city, you have the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. You have the, I mean, for better or worse, the smells of the city. But in suburbia, it's like you just see rows and rows of houses, single family houses, garages, driveways, mm-hmm. sidewalks, yeah. fucking kids again, backpacks <laughs> and stuff like that. You and it's just like, oh, my kids. God. <laughs> yeah. it's Okay. Where I am right now, mm-hmm. there's three school zones within two oh, miles of no. me. Oh, no. Yeah. And so if I go somewhere to an office and come back and I come I get back here after 3.45, it's going to take me like 20, 30 minutes to oh, go like two miles. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Because on top of like cars being limited speed, you have the, school you have buses the number of cars. And all that. Yeah. And then you have buses. You have the, the kids crossing the road. Yeah. And things like that. And you know, I have nothing against kids, but it's just like, oh my God. Like, it's just inconvenient, basically. Yeah. They need to build a bridge where they just put all the kids in and they can go wherever they want so that, you know. <laughs> They can monitor them instead of like just have them walk around in on the sidewalk and things like that, yeah. which is fine. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. You know, I have nothing against that, which is okay. But mm-hmm. suburbia, I kind of grew up in suburbia, I guess you could say. Uh, Providence was where I grew up, but we moved to Cranston shortly after, and Cranston mm-hmm. more suburbia of so uh, suburbs of uh, Providence, and uh, things were it wasn't as cookie cutter as it's out here. You had mm-hmm. different types of houses. Different kinds of neighbors out here, out there as well too. No real cul-de-sacs, no no like HOAs or quote unquote neighborhoods, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to keep to yourself, diverse. you could. Yeah, it was more diverse. You didn't have to like participate with the neighbors or anything like that. But out here, it feels like it's one of those uh, Stepford Wives situations where everyone has the same kind of home, yeah. drive the same kind of car. And the American dream. Has this, yeah, like. I, I guess like the robotic version of the American dream where everything's yeah. manufactured and so you know like in the 1950s like, right like yeah even dream. like that I think that's a good way to put it is like manufactured like happiness mm-hmm. and so um I wonder sometimes how many uh divorces are gonna happen out here and stuff oh, like that no. <laughs> it just feels that way for, it just feels so uh uh housewife oh, drama <laughs> yeah like like i said i mean manufacture is a big word for for how i feel out here mm-hmm. and going to portland i think um not just portland itself because i know it probably has its own issues but like just being able to be in the surrounding area and one cool thing is that i i did reach out to people mm-hmm. who lived out there okay. uh via reddit i put it like i was trying to see if there was anybody who lived out there that um were down to meet up or show me around or had, if I had questions about the city and the surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. And everyone I've met, a couple of people have sent me pictures of their backyard mm-hmm. and just the backyard. And it's it's gorgeous. Like nice. uh, this one lady, she sent me a picture of her uh, backyard at like five in the morning right before the sun rose. And it was gorgeous. Right. Like she had like these tall trees mm-hmm. and you could see the sun just beaming right through her. And I'm like, is that really your backyard? Like your backyard? And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm yeah. like, "Oh my god, ridiculous!" But she landscaped and it though, right? No, she didn't landscape. It was just like trees in her, like the woods behind her her home, mm-hmm. and 
it just looked like it came from a uh, National Geographic book or something like that. Nice. And I was like, holy smokes. And then I, meet, I met another dude and him and his partner live out there and they've been out there for like seven years. And uh, same with the lady. She dropped everything and um, moved out there. Mm-hmm. And for them, it was the same as well, too. And so they just dropped everything and just moved out there and decided to buy a home. Mm-hmm. And they live on the outskirts of like Portland and it's just gorgeous. They have a huge backyard. A fire pit, natural fire pit as well too, and um, oh, that's fun! Fires are fun. Yes. Well, I'm I'm not a yeah, so <laughs> pyromaniac or anything like that, but but uh, making fires are fun. Campfire. Yeah, and um, it's awesome because it's, it's you know it's it tends to be pretty cold out there, so yeah. having a fire pit like that and just being able to hang out outside it seems like it seems like a dream to me basically. Uh, and you know I'll be meeting up with these people out there when I go out there so oh be a hey good time that's cool to... so are you staying over at yeah. their places no 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 I'm not okay. you know I don't expect them to do that and I don't you know that's way too uh, right, right, right. too intimate so so, so did you staying... like Airbnb or hotels? yeah I have an Airbnb that I've, I've uh, set up already and uh, I'll have a SUV so I'll be able to depending on if the weather goes one way or the other I'll be able to it won't be an issue Okay. We're getting around basically nice so hiking will be a big thing checking out the ocean as well too mm-hmm. um, there's a number of places to go where you can just walk the beach line because you know the pacific is really cold out there yeah. so that's oh, one thing to consider you're gonna have amazing pictures i hope so we'll see you know yeah you're bringing your so. camera right yeah i'll be bringing my regular uh, mirrorless camera as well okay. i'll be bringing a polaroid as well okay. and uh okay. hopefully get some good social pictures as well so I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I'll be out there for five, six days and mm-hmm. hoping for the best, basically. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So what else is happening in for the f- near future, I guess, for you guys? Uh, aside for the trip in Japan, not really myself, but uh, I'm attending a wedding. <laughs> and who's coming to? <laughs> you are. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll be going to Montreal as well, too. So I just wanted to put that out there. So, yeah, I'm actually going to see Amy uh, in June, uh, beginning of June, June 2nd to the 7th, I believe. Mm-hmm. And one of our mutual friends is getting married out there. So, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'll get to see Amy. I don't, I don't it's even, been what, a okay, year? Okay, so I don't even yeah, know. Huh? Oh, yes, yes, it's it's been that long. I don't know. Do you want to do an episode like... <laughs> recording oh in person in oh person? that'd be cool we can do it yeah yeah we can definitely do that yeah, yeah it could be like a be special awesome. yeah montreal special montreal i'll try special. to speak french oh my now that is something to look forward to uh, i'll you know <laughs> eat a baguette and uh all of a sudden learn how to speak french just uh just type in chat gpt whatever you want to say oh and yeah read it off. that was awesome yeah yeah that, yeah, that read thing, it off. Yeah, that's that's the easy part, right? That thing is scary accurate. It's so scary accurate. Yeah, so a little bit of context. I had something drafted up in uh, English and I uh, used Google Translate and it wasn't that accurate. It didn't seem that accurate. And then I decided to use ChatGPT and uh, I translated it and it translated back to English and it seemed very accurate compared to Google. Mm-hmm. And so I sent that to Amy and she's like, wow, good job. Wow. I'm like, okay. I was like, how was it? She's like, oh, it was, it was really good. I'm it was like, perfect. Okay. AI. Yeah. AI. Yeah. I used AI. it for uh, communication with uh, an Airbnb host uh-huh. in Japanese uh-huh. and it was perfect translation. Wow. Yeah. See? And it was very formal too. Like, you know, like they, it takes into consideration of 
the situation, who you're talking to and all that. Yeah, see, this is one of those great uses of AIs to be able to uh, facilitate communication Amazing. between uh, people of different languages and things like that, obviously. But absolutely, definitely can be abused for other things as well, too. But we'll get there when we get there, I suppose. Yeah. And did you guys already, uh, were you able to successfully book an Airbnb through uh, ChatGPT, I guess? Yeah. Well, uh, not through ChatGPT, but... Well, yeah, uh, not through, through that, but using it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So we booked uh, a few Airbnbs, a few hotels. It's a mix. Yeah, some some apartments are as cheap as $50 a night. Oh, like nice. an entire apartment. That's crazy. Yeah, but they're pretty small, aren't they? Or... I... You don't know I yet. I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know yet. You'll be surprised. But... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You will be surprised. I guarantee it. Basically, they are very small. The apartments there, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um. So, uh, what are we gonna do in Montreal? Dim sum. <laughs> dim sum. Dim sum. Uh, I'll take you so, to Korean barbecue as well. Yeah. So the last time I was there, we were supposed to get dim sum, but we didn't end up getting dim sum. No, we, we did got get, dumplings. What, uh, Instead. Yeah, we got dumpling. We went to a dumpling restaurant. And that was cool. Yeah. And hopefully this time we get dim sum and we'll go check out uh, more of old Montreal, I believe, and whatever other areas that I didn't get a chance to look at last time. Yeah, I don't have an itinerary for you yet. That's but... good. I totally, yeah, definitely more open not having an itinerary than having one and having things not go through. How was the weather during that time? Is it pretty hot and humid or? In June? Yeah, it's pretty warm. Yeah. It's okay, it's in, I suppose it's in the um twenties. Okay, not that's high, fair. low twenties, I would say. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a nice, <laughs> uh, you know, you're comfortable in t-shirt, I believe. Mm, mm, I right. see. You shouldn't be sweating in June. <laughs> uh, Montreal, right? Yeah, Montreal. I see. Yeah, but aside for that, nothing much really. Uh. What's to come in 2023 and why we're talking about 2023 What is because this episode was supposed to be a happy new year's type of thing. <laughs> this was supposed to be a, oh, what's your resolution for 2023? Yeah. Um, so yeah, going along with that, uh, so far, how it has been for you? It's been a lot of illness and <laughs> Sickness. Oh my god! But, uh, oh yeah, it has been, huh? Yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. had a chance to like set your resolutions and uh, you know, go for them, or you just been dealing with the sickness? No, all man, this whole time? I've just I've just been dealing with sickness and trying not uh, to. Uh, I've even had um, I've even searched on YouTube to how to you know ask Joe to pat on my back <laughs> and try to like loosen the mucus the mucus in my lungs oh my and all God. that because i really didn't want to have um clogged up lungs mm -hmm. um i don't know if it worked or not but i i uh i like to think that it did but essentially uh the first three months of 2023 was just trying to get over the illnesses and sickness probably for the rest of 2023 i'll be healthy <laughs> That's good. and uh having just turned 33 you know i'm thinking about uh, i'm getting older biological clock is ticking and should i start a family should i wait oh wow you know one or two more years who knows have you guys had a conversation about that yet or we did that's something we did oh, okay. and then we decided to delay it because 
Mm-hmm. I wanted to eat pandemic. No, I wanted to eat oh. seafood. I wanted to eat oh <laughs> sashimi. Oh, like, the trip, the Japanese yeah, yeah. Japan trip. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, because like wow. Because if I was pregnant, I wouldn't be able to eat raw yeah. fish, right? So, yeah. True. Yeah, I would have been very like that's hilarious. Upset. <laughs> I thought it was something more serious. No, than that, no, gosh. it's just for d- Japan. <laughs> That's kind of um, hilarious. I can't believe it. <laughs> so we decided to delay it, and uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe we'll start trying after we come back. Mm. It's good. I'm looking forward to it, you guys. Uh, hopefully, popping out one, <laughs> a mini one, yeah. mini Joe. A mini Joe or a mini Amy. Yeah, mini Joe or mini uh, Amy running around, you know, who never, you never know. Yeah. That's good. But uh, I heard that it wasn't, uh, it's like 20% chance of success if you're under the age of 25. Mm-hmm. And then if you're over the age of 25, then that's even lower. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know if it's accurate, these percentages. Well, I mean, things always happen and technology is there now. Well, technology has matured, so you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Well, 2023 has been, yeah, yeah, it's been pretty interesting. Um, focus has been on, you know, self-care, uh, work, and just uh, moving forward in life, basically. A uh, big step was moving to Dallas as well, too. Yeah. Austin, ha- I've been to Austin since 20. 20- well, 2015 to 2016, and then 2018 to obviously beginning of this year. And so there's lots of uh, memories, memories and baggage yeah. there as well. Yeah. And so um, having left that place was uh, looking forward to the future, I guess. And one big thing is uh, I <laughs> I just got back into the dating scene after about a year and a half. And so it's been... Ooh, uh, la la. Yeah. So far, it's been interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, met, have met a lot of new people nearby as well as far off as well too mm-hmm. so just looking forward to the future and seeing what it holds so are you and are you taken yet or no not yet no definitely not <laughs> it's gonna be a while you know. oh okay it's, the modern dating uh scene is is definitely takes some use to uh getting well it takes some time to get used to right. you know right. i'm not I'm not used to it. Basically, uh, my last relationship was a very long-term relationship that um, exi- that uh, started before the advent of, of uh, you know dating apps and things like that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's been slow for me to actually approach those things. I still prefer the old school way of getting to know somebody on a uh, personal level and then seeing where it goes from there, as mm-hmm. opposed to swiping right and left constantly and holding five conversations at one time and hope that basically i don't like the aspect of it being a numbers game because it just seems like everyone's rushing to date to i mean i understand why everyone is rushing but at the same time it's just like the aspect of oh well this per this person new person i just met might be better than the previous person i met Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna cut them loose and go with this one so it's the whole like commodity aspect of um, right dating actually and not just dating but person uh people's feelings and personalities and things like that so mm-hmm. um it's also made i think a uh, flaws become more of deal breakers because it's like oh this person has this minor flaw i'm gonna x them because this other person it's the same thing but they don't have that minor flaw so this um, oddly sounds think- like a job interview 
Like as if you're oh, going yeah, through I resumes. Oh yeah, I swear it is. Yeah. Yeah, I swear it is because nothing is like、uh, organic. Everything is already listed there. Yeah. But they might tell you their、uh, their wants, their pros, their cons, and things like that, and、mm-hmm. what they're looking for someone. But that doesn't give you a full picture of that person at all, you know. Even though it's the on paper, it seems like you know what that person、mm-hmm. is like. When you finally meet them, it's completely different. You have to navigate the conversation. You have to navigate their personality. You have to navigate your own insecurities,、mm-hmm. and none of that you can tell from a profile. Right. And so it's interesting. It's been very interesting. I mean, I don't have any complaints, but at the same time, like it just. It can be overwhelming、uh, mm-hmm. having so many people to talk to at the one time, and at the same time, you know, I, you hear the horror stories where people get ghosted, people think they have something good and then it doesn't go the right way, or then you have other stories where people flip out and、mm-hmm. they can't take rejection very well, and、uh, that obviously is, I guess, very scary for people in general.、Mm-hmm. So. It's an amalgamation of feelings in regards to dating apps, but、mm-hmm. I haven't had a bad that bad of an experience with it yet.、Um, you know, I'm doing okay, but、mm-hmm. at the same time, it's hard to build that connection just from a few、uh, exchanges of texts、Absolutely. or things like that. And then you have the whole anxiety of asking somebody for the phone number, trying to talk on the phone.、Yeah. A lot of people don't like talking on the phone, but then again, how do you convey feelings over a text? So、right. I don't know. It's just weird sometimes. And then on top of that, you have rules that people have arbitrarily made up. Like, oh, how many times do you, how many days you gonna wait until you text somebody after a date? I'm like, just fuck. Just, oh, it's standardized. Oh, man, just, <laughs> no, it's not standardized, <laughs> but it's like you see people asking all all these types of questions, and、okay. I'm just like, just just text them. Like,、yeah. why wait? Like, if you're interested in a person, text them, and if they're not interested, then you find out you don't waste two days. It's just. I don't know. It just feels so arbitrary that all these minor things are blown out of proportion, and it just seems to drive more anxiety into the dating scene.、Mm. And so, for me personally, I've just been very open with people and、uh, let them know what I've been through, what I bring to the table, and things like that. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, that's fine. You know, I'm not, I'm not hung up on anything or anything、mm. like that.、Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I'm looking for something serious as well too. So, I'm not really、uh, participating in the casual aspects of hooking up and things like that. Okay. You know? So it's、uh, interesting for sure, for、mm. sure. So I'll provide updates if as they come. Hey, who knows? Maybe before the end of twenty twenty three, you're gonna be committed in a relationship. I don't know.、Who、it's、knows? weird because if if I find somebody organically, that'd be cool. But for some reason, like having dealing with these apps, I just feel like I want to write like a thesis on it and my experience on it. You know? Ah,、uh, yes. It doesn't even like I just. Don't get the feeling that you'll find somebody of significant.、Um, I don't want value is the wrong word, but somebody that will fulfill everything you need from these apps. You know, I、mm-hmm. just think because it commoditizes dating, commoditizes humans. It's、um, they are for profit at the same time. So、That's、I、true. feel like they're just they're just gonna make people、uh, feel bad for themselves ultimately. So、mm-hmm. yeah, but we'll see. You never know. We'll see. But yeah,、um, I think that's all we have for this week, and、uh, it was good catching up. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for your patience, everyone.、Uh, we apologize for having been gone for so long, but it wasn't through any really 
fall of our own and obviously Amy couldn't make a voice come out any faster so this is the best we could do yeah and thanks for tuning in in this relaunch of our podcast and was there any topics that you guys particularly wanted us to talk about or have uh, any interest in let us know you can write to us at the amtake at gmail.com that's t-h-e-a-m-t-a-k-e at gmail.com join us next week for lighthearted, funny episode as we tell each other jokes with the goal of making the other laugh <laughs> april fools is coming up and we wanted to take this opportunity to hopefully make you laugh as well so don't miss out and we'll see you next week all right bye, bye.